0: Getting started with your third hour on a Friday. Chad and Zay with you from the Mullet Open out here in Bastrop, the Hyatt Lost Pines Resort. It is a hot, steamy one out here. Hopefully they are staying hydrated out on the course. Uh, Thanks to all the great sponsors out here. uh, Help keeping everybody uh, straight and raising a lot of great money uh, for the Burke Center for Youth. And specific shout-out to Tito and Tito's Vodka, because it is my favorite vodka, and they're one of the big sponsors of this thing and have been for the whole time. Yeah, man. Bucky was telling us that story earlier, the 22 years. All right, so uh, are you able to identify this one here? Yep. What you got? It? What you got? You don't know it yet? You've heard this album. Have I?
1: Yeah. Oh, you heard the song on this album. I'll give you a hint. Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Uh,
0: what rapper uh, had ties to the Brooklyn Nets? Marcus oh, uh, Jay-Z? There we go. Really? Okay. Yeah. It, this- so- it sounds like they're sampling a Doors song. Cameron? You gonna bat me up on that? That sounds like the Doors. Don't know about Thank that. Um, I don't oh. think it's the Doors, eh? No? No, no I, I don't think. I mean, he might have sampled it. He's sampling like he someone. It.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, it sounds like a sample from uh, maybe The Doors from back in the day. But this is a Jay Z song from Blueprint Bl- One, from the first Blueprint. That's okay. an album I have not listened to all of. Oh, all the way through. All the way through. Yeah, yeah, I'm listened huh. to Blueprint one all the way through. I've heard Blueprint three all the way through. And I've the black heard album, black album all the way through. Okay. And then there's cool. You know, we there's, can get to that. Then. Yeah, there's maybe another one. And I have never been through. For some reason, I've always wanted to listen to the Jay Z Kanye record. Oh yeah, Watch the Throne. But, Cameron, did you tell me that's good? It is a good enough to listen to? Or is that Watch one to Watch the Throne? Yeah, it's probably one of the best rep albums of all time, right, Say? Okay. Yeah, it's really good. That's one I've always wanted to to get into, and I have not. I've heard a song or two, but I haven't listened to the whole thing. Chad, I think all you right, would so- appreciate the production, because what makes the album so good? A lot of people get on the lyrics of Kanye and Jay-Z, but it's the production from Kanye that I think makes that. I think it's probably the last produced Kanye album that's been incredible. I mean, I mean maybe Life of Pablo. Let me, let me back yeah, up Life there. Life of but- Pablo was great. Okay. You, You would love the production aspect of it, Chad. Okay, so Jay-Z getting us started this hour. Uh, a lot of great music out there. We hope you're having a great weekend, whether it's about music, sports, or whatever. Um, we are trying to get caught up with uh, Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. It may be one of those busy days for Jeff one Ketchum. One of those days It may be catch. one of those. Days. I texted him earlier. I have not heard back from him, so that yeah. may be the explanation. So we, we may roll on with, uh, without catch today. He is always a busy, busy man. Um, if you want to give him a follow on Twitter, by the way, that's at GK Catch. And I did see Catch commenting yesterday on the passing of Lance Blanks. Catch was born and raised in Austin, went to McCallum and definitely remembers the BMW era. We've obviously talked about Lance Blanks today. We wish, with all due respect to Lance, we wish we weren't talking about Lance these last couple days. Mm -hmm. Um, But Lance Blanks dead at the age of 56. is a horrible story to hear yesterday. Out of nowhere, um, Lance, uh, a part of Texas basketball history, but just a part of, man, the NBA. If you saw it, yesterday Steve Kerr to take time from a press conference to talk about the passing of Lance Blanks and Zay you said that you saw Isaiah Thomas and uh, Cam talked about Joe Dumars and some of those guys with the Pistons and you brought up a great point. He wasn't with the Pistons very long. No, it wasn't like he was a bad boy. But he obviously had an impact. My favorite uh, prof in college always said, try to make an impact, not just an impression. Mm. Lance Blanks walked and talked that every day of his life because that dude impacted everybody he was around. And all you're hearing this last day is just incredibly good things about Lance because that's who he was.
1: Yeah. I've, if you go look at his history and stuff, like he used to get criticized. For him... The celebrations, and I talked about Timmy Allen doing uh-huh. the monkey to honor him in the Xavier game, and you go back and watch that clip of him versus Xavier back in 90, that sweet 16, where he has that crazy finish and does the monkey, and then he does a thrust, which is fire afterwards. It's the ass- thrust is oh, really a thrust. good. Oh, oh that's yo. Nice. Yeah.
0: He did that during well the tournament. Oh, man, he Plus, was going crazy. Let's face it. The thrust is much better in the short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Right? Right, the longer shorts, yeah. the fat five shorts, it doesn't yeah. work as well. Oh, the short shorts, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all <laughs> going
1: on. He did that. But, it, you know, back in that day, people looked at that as disrespecting the game when really, especially nowadays, you see guys, every time Steph Curry hits a three, he does something. Every time any one of these guys hits a three or a big shot, they do some type of celebration from Jalen Brunson sniffing his hand to other things. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just having fun. He was just passionate. He was just showing his love for the game, and even in that type of hectic magnitude of a Sweet 16 game, he was still able to do yeah. that. And he did that throughout his career. It's the big reason why he stayed around basketballs because of the love from being the GM, from being the scout. I was surprised he didn't coach any. I yeah. was looking for that. That's when I was point. doing research on him, I was like, dang, yeah. the brother didn't coach. He did everything else. And then becoming an analyst, he just was always around the game, and that showed his love for it. And, yeah, man, Texas legend will be missed.
0: I always thought watching games that it probably – and you could see a lot of times that it did really mean a lot to a Texas player when you've got guys – that you know obviously with the, the radio broadcast that we bring everybody eddie orin who's a former assistant coach with texas but to have a former player like that calling tv games you could tell it mattered to to, to players there and uh, you know i'm sure him giving a little wisdom when he'd ask him questions you could tell it was coming from such a, a pure basketball place uh lance blanks dead at the age of 56 we've had people texting in today and i'm sure it will continue just nothing but the best thoughts to his family and the Longhorn family this weekend because they're, they're having a weekend they were not planning on um, with, with the passing of Lance Blanks and specifically uh, to Travis Mays and, and to Joey Wright and to Coach Penders and all those teammates from back in the day. Uh, they just have to be crushed at, uh, at this story. so I, I, Like I said earlier, unless I'm missing it, I don't think I ever met him face-to-face. Heard nothing but great things, and then we interviewed him multiple times. I talked to earlier all the time he would give, and he was always so much fun to talk to. Um, I got a chance to get to know Travis Mays a little bit when he was an assistant with the women's team. Uh, and Travis was very cool to me back in the day. I've never met Joey Wright, but um, those guys uh, I know have to be feeling it today. So um, just Longhorn. You know, fans. We certainly are thinking about you today. It is a part of the. It is a part of the job that that sucks sometimes when those stories happen, and you're like, "Oh man, we have to." And yesterday, we were just sort of hoping it was not going to be true. Right. We were hoping nowadays, where weird stories can come up. It's like, well, maybe somebody's got this wrong. Maybe it's just. Maybe it's not going to be that. You know, not going to be that way. Yeah. If you
1: watched us on Twitch, because every time we went off break, you and I, we would discuss what was going on yeah. and then how we were gonna go about it and stuff and i'm, I'm glad we got through the show because it was tough yesterday yeah. that was a tough show just knowing the text that we got from craig and uh, it, it was tough and you know what shad seen here being at the mullet open which again bucky gobble thank you for him having us out here 22nd year that mullet 22nd open. year yeah yep. absolutely amazing and just what he's doing here and what it's for the mullet open just a great foundation but seeing brad kellner earlier and seeing my pops and Mm -hmm. probably seeing trey ellen later and different guys and seeing buck being around people you love and people you appreciate after something like this happens it makes you know it feels good to be here today. Just right. I, I needed to see those faces. I needed to see Bucky and have him smile. Seeing you, seeing Jack, et cetera, my pops and stuff. Like, it, it feels good. It makes you understand that there's just more to life.
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that. I, I thought about it in Longhorn terms today. And I thought the same thing about this gathering. I thought this could be good because there's obviously going to be a lot of Longhorns out here folks that love Texas, folks that love BMW, folks that love Lance and uh, yeah, just a chance to like you said, just uh, you know kind of let those let those folks know that matter to you, let them know they matter to you but also telling some stories, you yeah. know, about and just telling some old stories about about Lance and about BMW and, and all that. Chad, look at these
1: stats, man. It looks fake. Like I'm, I'm yeah. I've been looking at the stats for days now of BMW in that 1990 year. Joey White 19.5 points. Just give them 20. Let's just say a 20. Round it up. Mm-hmm. Lance Blanks, 20.3 points. Travis Mace, 24 points a game. In 1990?
0: Yeah. What they didn't—they didn't just have that name of a high-performance sports car just because of their names. Like it also fit the style. It fit what they were doing. The celebration fitted as well. They were high octane. They were high level, and they were coming after you. You had to be ready to play Texas back then because they were going to swarm you with offense.
1: Yo, their stamina. Like I know, play for Tom Penders. You better be in shape, and he going to get you in shape. Yep. But yo, they must have been running from slaw. <laughs> To Anderson Mill right. every morning in the offseason to just build that stamina up because doing that, that is special. That was a special time. I-
0: All right, rolling through a Friday apologize for those technical issues thanks to Cameron Parker Jack Farrell all of our technical stuff trying to get us back on Chad and Zay on this Friday all right Zay here you go now same thing as earlier big time British rock band. And I think you might have said their name earlier. The Who. Very good. Let's get it. Very good. Well done. Let's get it, baby. Pop the champagne. Well done. Pour the Gatorade on the coach. Excellent. Let's go, baby. Excellent. Very nice. Won't get fooled again. The Who joining Jay-Z, Drake, Jet, Ludacris, Led Zeppelin. They've all been a part of the show today. Thanks to Cameron for all the great music. Thanks to you for being out there today. If you want to give us something on the Specs text line, that's 337-3776. We were talking about Lance Blanks and uh, the unfortunate passing yesterday. Of course, that's uh, heavy on Longhorn fans' minds the last day or so. On the lighter side of things, the good news side of things for Texas basketball, they did get those two transfers they were looking for that had visited earlier in the week. Uh, Chindall Weaver from UTA. And then if you're trying to keep it all straight, uh, Zarek Anyema is from UT. EP, uh, UTEP, uh, UTEP and UTA is uh, the two transfer spots. So Weaver and Anyema are going to be Longhorns. So, Zay, even though there's been obviously some stories that Rodney Terry did not want to have in terms of uh, Johnson and Holland and, and the other guys and Arterial Morris, uh, and we'll see about a couple other names, but seems to be building, uh, at least on paper, a pretty good team here.
1: Yeah. And shout out to Dylan DeSue for walking the stage today, again. his diploma. I know that's big time. I saw that on the social media site for Texas basketball on Twitter. That's huge. You think about him. You think about Caden Shedrick, the Virginia transfer. You think about Max Aceman' the Oral Roberts transfer. Now you bring in two more guys, Oyema and Weaver. And these dudes, they're they are going to come in and they're going to play right away. I'm really excited about both of them. You know, looking at our front line, the front court, again, mentioned Shedrick and DeSue. I expect both of those guys Guys to start. We'll see. It depends on how the rest of the roster looks, but remember, we got Brock Cunningham. He's coming back for a 12th year, and he'll be able to provide a little 3 and D in spots, So, and the leadership that Brock provides, that can't be matched. So you bring in Oyema, who's 6'8". He'll probably be backing up to Sue and Shedrick, and he's not one of those guys you're going to throw the ball to and say, yo, go get us a bucket. He's a hustle guy. He's a great rebounder at Athletic. He could play multiple positions defensively. You felt comfortable with him being on the perimeter defensively, and if there's a pick-and-roll situation, him being able to switch or him being able to help and show and ice and just do everything you need for a versatile big man when it comes to college basketball. And as for Weaver, uh, yo, this dude, sky's the limit. At 6'4", he shot 40% from three. The whack freshman of the year. He is athletic. Like I don't know what I think he has a 45 inch vertical oh my like had that coming out of high school coming out of Mansfield 45 so this is like grabbing the quarter off the top of the backboard David Thompson type stuff
0: I was about to say bouncy dude we start freaking out at the combine when guys are up in the high 30s 40 yeah
1: 45 and you go look at his clips like he's doing windmills on fast breaks like Texas hasn't had a Mm. guy like that since I think Roach you know, Roach was a right. crazy athlete, but, you know, uh, he was limited in some ways, plus the guys around him. And, and you know, and when you have somebody like Max Acemas who can stretch the floor with his three-point ability, having a Trey Young type of game, bringing in Weaver, both of those guys, with not knowing what we know about Tyrese Hunter, who knows if he's going to come, come back or stay, who knows what these scouts are telling them. And hopefully, you know, he comes back because that adds just more stability on the backcourt but yeah i like weaver i like him a lot and even if tyrese hunter were to go that would hurt but i feel confident in weaver and ace miss being the starting backcourt next year
0: and obviously next week we'll be talking about that may 11th date that comes up where guys need to decide if they're going to take their name out of nba discussion or if they're going to get back into the portal they're going to need to do that uh, by next week. So we'll keep our eye on that. There's a big date coming in June. There's also a big day coming. Oh, it's about 10 days away when we find out who gets Victor Wimbenyama. Spurs fans. Rockets fans, you know what I'm talking about. That's coming up on the 15th.
1: If you're Victor Wimbenyama, once you find out, do you just start, okay, I need to get a realtor, find a place to stay, start figuring things out because it couldn't be more of a sure thing. And you're coming from France, so you probably want to get a little bit more ahead of the game. But, yeah, I don't think we've seen more of a sure thing since Zion, LeBron. Um, Like, even – even uh, uh, Greg Oden, that got mucked up, and the Trailblazers took him instead of Durant. So we have seen people make the wrong
0: move. But for this one, I don't think they are. Isaiah, my answer to your question would be we. <laughs> oui? That is exactly what he will do. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think he could plan ahead. I think he can plan ahead. Yeah, Yeah, that's coming up on the 15th. Uh, Coming up at 2.30, we'll get you why today matters. There is a Longhorn basketball legend with a birthday today that we will get into. Real quick, Jose, I wanted to get an update out there. We hit this story just a little bit yesterday. Um, The update on this Bama baseball coach. Uh, Brad Bohannon, we said yesterday that he got fired. They now have a connection to him and this better, this suspicious better that they had coming in on the LSU game. They have some kind of evidence that the person placing the bets was communicating with the coach of Alabama. And part of what jumped out to them was that not much betting goes on at all for regular season college baseball. In fact, there are some books right now that would tell you they have had none. There's one book, I think it's Caesars, that's told you the whole season they've had like $35 bet on college baseball. So these bets came in. They were, the fact that they were there gets their attention. But then the fact that they were a little more, they're like, whoa, wait, wait, wait it's a bet of this much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they were actually bets on LSU, which kind of confuses it a little more. But they have some kind of evidence that he was in contact with this better. I mean, that is dirty, grimy, sleazy stuff. That's why he has no job. Good grief. How about that?
1: So, you said LSU. Is he betting on other teams within the conference, or is he betting on his own squad, playing against? LSU. See,
0: that's the thing. I think this was this is where it almost goes into sort of the Pete Rose era uh, area where there was a discussion about what well, was Pete betting on his team or was he betting on the other team? I'm reading these bets were on LSU. So, you're talking about they're going in LSU's number 1 in the in the country. Right. And I think the game in question that that got their attention was a game that started with LSU going up like 8 to 1 and then eventually they won it I think 8 to 6. But, yes, if I'm reading this right, this is they've got a connection between the two and the bet was on the other team.
1: Wow. Yeah, that that stinks, man. That really stinks. And you feel bad for the players at Alabama that are just coming in there because they love college baseball and their coach doing them like this. Like if David Pierce was involved in something like this, yo, Oh, sure. That I mean, would the... be bonkers. I couldn't even imagine. So in any, any college sport, like I'm still shocked that yeah. Pete Rose did it, but it was right. way b- ahead of my time or before my time, excuse me. So I don't know much on that. But, wow, in 2023, especially after you, you're hearing Calvin Ridley and Jameson Williams, mm-hmm. which I don't think – Calvin Ridley, that's eh, a little worse because you're betting on other NFL teams. Jamison Williams, I don't think he really should have gotten in trouble for that. Like, man, on college teams, you could do that at home. But since he was at the right. facility, got, the location. that's what got right. him hit. And I know people with text like, it's the rules, of rules, A, eh? I I get that, whatever. Yeah. But a coach, like how do you look your players in the face every day and tell them, hey, when y'all go back to y'all's dorm and when I'm not in y'all's presence – Do the right thing.
0: Yeah. And not, so yeah, then it's not only about a bet. It's it's multi layered, too. It's not just about the bet itself. It's not just about are you betting on something? Because with NCAA, you can't bet on anything at all. Right. So it's, there's that layer. Then it would be are you betting on college baseball? This is the head coach communicating with a big time better with somebody that made a bet that made the Ohio commission react. And there's, you know, they have people that are looking at these things for suspicious bets and it started blinking at them. And that person is communicating with a head coach. That is so dirty. You know who
1: I would love to talk to about this? Hmm. Brandon Lang. no I wonder how he yeah. feels about this. Cause he probably knows the dude. Probably. B. Lang and Maybe. all his connections in Vegas and just, you know, and gambling and stuff. Like, this is yeah. a wild story. Would
0: Brandon tell us that this kind of story appalls him? Or would he tell us in no uncertain terms, this happens more than you think, fellas. Yeah, this guy, you know? just, yeah, Coach Rubama just got caught. And really scare us all, yeah. And obviously. Brad just got caught. And because you made a reference to like, you know, on Texas at a college baseball level, if you were there's another level, obviously, above where Bama is, where the Texas and USC's and some other programs live that obviously you don't want to have something like that uh, connected to you. But obviously, Bama is a huge name. And uh, that is an embarrassing story for them. You talked about it yesterday with what's going on with the basketball program recently, uh, the connection with football. If you go to that Henry Rugg story, there's just a lot. And then the Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley slamming him. And and again, I agree with you. Calvin Ridley's not the dirtiest of the dirty, but Calvin Ridley is a very obvious, there's a line there. They have drawn it for you, Calvin, and you gotta know not to cross it. And then he did. So this is, yeah, that's a mucked up kind of story that Bama's dealing with. Yeah,
1: Calvin Ridley, he got inside scoop on scouting reports and stuff because that's all his coaches do that's all they do is to be prepared each and every sunday and watching film and cracking down on different analytics and stats so they could be the ones victorious going into monday or tuesday if you have that monday night football game and calvin ridley was using that to his advantage and betting on games that's I get why he was suspended. Jameson Williams betting on college games as a professional even though it was at the facility. I don't understand that. Well, as the much. Thing but is, that's why I guess he's only yeah. getting hit with 6 games and not the whole
0: year. The thing they've got to deal with with the Jameson Williams things and other stuff like that is just how prevalent betting is now in their world. The fact that you've got, you know, stuff in the NFL world sponsored by DraftKings, sponsored yeah. by FanDuel. You've got, I mean, these XFL games this season that are on ABC and ESPN, they're putting the betting line on the screen. When you come on, they are they show you minus three for the favorite. They talk about betting. Joey Galloway is on air saying, you know, the overs are hitting big, Matt Barry. Overs are hitting this year. You want to go over on these XFL games? I'm like, wow. That's from the booth. From the booth. So... You really do need to figure – you know, figure, now, maybe that's even more argument for we need to clearly draw these lines and nobody needs to cross the lines, but they've got some things they've got to think about here. If
1: you listen to our show and you bet on XFL games, I don't think I've ever told anybody not to listen to us. <laughs> If you listen to our show and you bet on XFL games, you need to pull over <laughs> and find a shrink on your phone, call that shrink up, and seek help. Because you you're done. going through some serious yeah. issues that you are lost. And there's a lot You are on. lost and you need to be found. Because there's one thing to bet on college football, <laughs> NFL. You're betting on spring football leagues. Ooh, with I little to no, like, knowledge on some of these guys. Who know? You be talking about, Zay, you remember this guy? I 5% of the time, I do. The other 95, I have no idea who the hell you're talking about.
0: Basically, what you're saying is if you're laying money on Ben DiNucci, you need help. Oh, yeah. Right. Serious help. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would agree with that one. Uh, I'm one of the few that's actually watching him play. Yeah. And I would agree with you. All right. Uh, let's get to why today matters on this Cinco de Mayo. And we'll get a little bit of the sixth in there as well. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, Cinco de Mayo again. Have a safe and happy Cinco de Mayo. Do it safely. Get everything taken care of. If you're going to be out drinking tonight, get your DD, get your ride share, get all that taken care of. Uh, Zay, my favorite Longhorn basketball player that I've gotten to deal with over the years is Royale Ivy. Yo. But if it wasn't Royale, it'd be the birthday boy today. P.J. Tucker is 38 years old today. Man. Dig me some P.J. Tucker. Obviously, he's still in the NBA, um, you know, getting – trying to get it done uh, here still in the playoffs. But P.J. Tucker, a big happy birthday to him. A beloved guy for Texas basketball fans.
1: Yeah, man. He was a huge part. We talked about Boone today and him getting fired from Milwaukee. Them making that move to get P.J. Tucker, I think, put them over the hump. Mm -hmm. That Milwaukee Bucks team in 2001 because he was huge for them and slowing down Durant. Oh, if P.J. Tucker wasn't guarding Durant and making life rough for him, then maybe KD would have got his foot behind that line and made that shot where uh-huh. they would be in the finals. Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, P.J. Tucker, hell of a career, a guy that's got it from the mud. And, you know, you think about him at Texas, and you, I remember him failing that one season where he didn't get to play. I don't know if it was a sophomore year, but he failed a class, and he was ineligible.
0: If oh, wow, remember. I forgot about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and I think he really, that really motivated him to come back better, tougher, stronger in Texas. They went to the Elite Eight that season, and him going overseas a little bit, but also saying – You know, I want to play in the NBA. I've always had NBA aspirations. Okay, I'll go play overseas for a little bit. But when he came back in 2012, 2013 to Phoenix, he's made a hell of a career for himself being a 3 and D guy. He's struggling right now. I'm not going to lie.
0: He is struggling. Not lighting it up right now. He is really
1: struggling right now for Philly. (laughs) He can knock down any shots for them, then that's definitely going to help their chances. Is that
0: baseline three still there for him, or are we passed that? He ain't
1: hitting that no more. No? He hasn't been able to knock that down. He's had a lot of donut offers as of late. The defense is still there. The tenacity is still there, but, you know, age 38, just for him to be in the league yeah. is amazing. Like, we're talking yeah. about LeBron and Chris Paul, and, you know, you can't even count guys like you Don done because he ain't even played. He's just taking up somebody else's contract. Mm-hmm. B.J. Tucker, he's a huge key to what the Philadelphia 76ers is trying to do. Yeah, he's one of my favorite players, too. Shout out to P.J. Tucker.
0: Man. Happy birthday to P.J. today. Uh, all right, a couple of musical birthdays today. Uh, Zay, you have an Adele thought for me? She's 35 years old today.
1: Love Adele. Yeah, if talk she, about a voice, man. If That's she, my wife's favorite singer. Is that right? Oh, wife loves Adele. Has she
0: seen her live yet? Yep. Definitely seeing it. Yeah, well, she, mm-hmm. she, yeah, I bet that was a good time. Yeah, if she puts out an album this year, it will be 35. Uh, she has put out all the records of how old she was when she made the album. Yeah. That's a really unique, cool thing there. I've never seen her live. She's done Vegas residency lately. Uh, she's a monster, man. She's got an incredible voice. 35 for Adele today. I realized as I was looking over her stuff, I haven't listened to the 30 album. Oh, really? I've heard 19, 21, and 25. Um, once the voice surgery thing happened, I thought 25 yeah. was a little bit lesser of a lesser album, but I have not heard 30 yet. So,
1: Adele, you've probably seen the weight loss and stuff. Yes. She's incredible. She looks incredible now. She's looking now, great. Yeah. Which she's been on dates with Kevin Durant. Yeah. yeah. Since Oh, I didn't lost realize way- Durant. Yeah. I know she's still dated. Out.
0: Okay. I know she's dated a couple guys in the basketball and music realm. Yeah. She's right?
1: still with Rich Paul, LeBron James agent. Okay. And part of Clutch Sports, Jeez. still with him. So Can I go
0: eat dinner with them? I'll talk about some
1: big-time money Be it the wrong. You see her at Staples Center or Crypto, excuse me, Crypto.com. Mm-hmm. You see him, see them two together all the time. And, yeah, Adele, flawless, Can man, one of her. y'all
0: get the check for me, please? <laughs> yeah, Adele's one of those that I talk about, too. Monster voice and be any shape or size you want. I don't care. Any shape or size. I think she's sexy as hell. Yeah. Funny as hell. I love the attitude. I love that she can't stop swearing on stage. That, yeah, that, maybe, that, that's the UK other oh I love that's because that's, like, you know she's like UK but, hell she's UK but she's simple UK. Yeah. she's like not overly stuffy right. UK but, I love that about her I, that's why if I go to if I ever get to see her live that's what I'm gonna be hoping for oh please swear a lot yeah that's what I want
1: yeah' I've, I've seen just watch concerts on her own TV she had that huge concert event for the 30 album at that beautiful location somewhere in Los Angeles y'all know what I'm talking about
0: Hollywood I think so. Maybe. That that sounds right. That's where Willie just did the big birthday
1: celebration. Like, it's like on a hill. Yeah. It's very secluded. Yes. She she had it there and something happened and she was like, what the bloody hell is going on out there? And just, she's so cute and adorable. Yeah, love Adele. Yeah,
0: she's good. Happy birthday to Adele. She's 35. All right, Zay, uh, let's go to the forgiveness meter. What about Chris Brown? He's 34 today. Are we forgiven? Are we moving oh, past it? Is he still, man. does he get respect again? Is he still in the game? Oh, What's going he, on? He gets
1: a ton of respect. Okay. He gets a ton of respect. The women, especially my age, they still love him. Okay. They still love him and They
0: he, They have forgiven? Oh yeah.
1: He was so okay. young when that happened. Like that was 1918 the Rihanna situation. No. I don't care how old you are. Don't put your hands on the woman. But you hear about the stories they used to fight like I can Tina style. It <laughs> wasn't like, you know, it was just Chris. you seemed like both ways. Both ways. They okay. used to go at it, and he told a story about her hitting him and stuff, which I don't know if he was trying to play victim, whatever. I know he's talented. He'll never be Usher. He'll never be Michael Jackson. And a big part of the reason why, well, the talent and also – just his baggage yeah. he just has a lot of luggage he's got a lot of tattoo net- tattoos now so oh, like, headed down you want to be tough uh-huh. or you want to be an R&B singer it's hard to be both some guys make it work Chris Brown uh, again women still love him I don't know. Yeah.
0: Do we have anybody in the like hip hop game that's trying to go down the tat route to look tough, but then somebody catches them with like a Bart Simpson tattoo and it all gets ruined? (laughs) Has anybody ever done that? Like they get hammered. They mess up and they realize Drake. Drake. Did Drake do it? What did he do? Drake has a tattoo of Lil Wayne, right, Zay?
1: I, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. A tattoo of another. I'm not looking on at Drake's your,
0: body very often. Of your, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird.
1: He's got some I weird mean, tattoos, well, that's for sure. Okay. Well, Lil Wayne was a big part of creating drake and finding him from drake's acting days on the grassy and stuff and wayne was the one to sign them to young money and they collabed on stuff and then drake just took off from there so i I guess he's paying homage by putting wayne on his body but i ain't never getting another grown man tan on my body sorry
0: we still do handshakes right yeah and thank
1: yous yeah we'll Uh, we'll still dab people up yeah Mm -hmm.
0: how about that (laughs) shake Thank you, and you can buy him a present every year. You can buy him a present every day if you want to. Why
1: yeah. do you tattoo him? What? Hey, Lil Wayne, this is the same guy that called another grown man his daddy that he's not related to at all in Birdman, Baby, Ryan Williams. So they're a little mm. different. How they think about things, like Wayne okay. has an album called like Father Like Son uh-huh. with Baby,
0: Birdman. And that ain't his father. Yeah, that's weird. All right, fair enough. <laughs> to each his own. Yeah, you know, I yes To each Love. his own. Happy birthday to Chris Brown today. Also, tomorrow, we've got a couple of monsters with birthdays. The Great Willie Mays will be 92 tomorrow. Happy birthday to Willie and George Clooney, 62 tomorrow. Clooney. The big dog himself, 62 years old cool. tomorrow.
1: You have a favorite Clooney movie?
0: Um, Man, I'm just going to go... I'll go right on brand with me uh, and just go simple. Buy Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot more serious stuff out there, and George would probably shake his head as I said it, but it's that. It's Ocean's Eleven. What about you?
1: Um, Burn After Reading's pretty hilarious, but there's a lot going on in that movie, not just Clooney, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really say that he carried the crew in that. Um. Perfect Storm's underrated. Perfect Storm's a good movie. If I ever want to be, watch something depressed yeah. and be on you know edge of my seat, I'll I watch Perfect Storm. It's a hell of an action movie. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm, I'm trying to look at his catalog, which is thick, but the oceans yeah.
0: can't, can't beat those. Oh, Brother, Where Art is a good one? Yeah, my wife loves that movie. He's excellent in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of, good, lot of good Clooney out there. 60, Dust to Dawn. 62. Oh, From Dutch to Dawn's a great Clooney. He's awesome in that movie. Yeah, that's the one I went to in the theaters and didn't know it was a vampire movie. Yeah, you said that before. Yep. I thought it was Clooney, uh, Quentin Tarantino, and Guns. I thought it was a cop movie.
1: Is that because of the trailer just not giving you enough info? I
0: saw the wrong tra- – I saw a trailer that had nothing to do with vampires, and I got about 40, 45 minutes, whatever, and Selma Hayek comes out, and she's dancing Ooh. and everything, and, and Cheech Marin's been making jokes, and we're all swearing, and it's a dirty I, – I, I, <laughs> it's awesome. We've kidnapped Harvey Keitel, and I'm like, okay, this is great. And then she, spoiler alert, and then she turns into a lizard And the rest of that movie. I was like, whoa, what is happening? Yeah. So I got through it, but I was not prepared for that. I was not ready for that one. Not
1: one of my favorite Tarantino movies. I'm not going to lie. That's
0: not one of the favorites? I love Tarantino. Yeah.
1: And I still think it's good, but it's definitely not one of my favorites.
0: Now, technically, that's a Rodriguez, right? Really? Quentin, I think, was involved in the writing maybe, but I don't think that counts. I don't think he directed it. Wow. So you're good. So you're off the hook. So it's
1: not part of his 10.
0: I don't think so. Interesting. Double check that, but I don't think it's part of the actual Tarantino 10 there. Okay. So if you don't like it, Tarantino would probably not be as heartbroken. He went, he's like, hey, man, as long as you're into Django right. and Hollywood and some right. of the other stuff, we're good. All right, there's why today matters to us coming up. We'll get you stems and seeds before we get out of here, including those two NBA games tonight. Somebody's going 2-1 in that Eastern Conference series. Denver trying to go 3-0 in the West. There is a, an NHL game as well, uh, so a lot going on. We're out here at the Mullet Open in Bastrop. Hi, at Lost Pines. Hope you're having a great Friday. More coming up on the Horn just about done on a friday i think think zay's got this one doja cat oh there you go all right. Doja Cat, Here's the difference between you and me. You were able to identify Doja Cat. The only reason I know that name is my daughter has a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. I have not heard enough Doja Cat to be able to identify her. Yeah, she's a looker. She's definitely a looker. Is she talented enough that, like, I mean, is she getting respect uh, in the business or what? Yeah,
1: she gets respect. I mean, she's no rapper. Like, you hear this. This is more poppy. Okay. So she she... she'll never be like in the same conversation as little Cam, Missy Elliott, Nicki Minaj. But...
0: She's more down the Ariana Grande route, that yeah. kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I would say a mix of Ariana Grande and Meg Thee Stallion. Ah, okay. I, right. mix of her. I have no idea what she was wearing at the Met Gala. Uh, she was tripping. She was
0: dressed as a cat. Okay, you can show me that. I one. will show Cameron, you that. Cameron Parker, Doja Cat, yes or no?
1: Yes. 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 Yes.
0: Yes. 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 Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. There you go. Uh, we'll see if we can get Doja Cat to open up for yeah, Drake. Like, what is this? In September, and then you'll have a full, complete show. Like, look at her nose. Whoa. She's literally dressed as a cat. So she went like she was in the cast of Cats. Yeah. That's another level.
1: Okay. All right. They couldn't invite me to the Met Gala. I'll come in in a tuxedo
0: shirt. Uh, yeah. No, they would not want to invite me to that event at all. That would not be good. You good? All right. I thought I lost something. Oh no! no, no. I thought we. I thought I lost. Oh, scenario. you thought maybe. We <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're good. We're right, right, cool, cool. good. We're gonna. Chad we'll would show December. up and make out wearing a Dr. Pepper yeah, a a t-shirt, t-shirt. So. <laughs> yeah, I was. Gonna, you, you're absolutely right. I was gonna say Pac-Man, but Dr. Pepper it works just as well. Waterburger, maybe the Whataburger T-shirt. Hey, you guys got a sweet and spicy bacon burger? What's uh? What's happening? What's going on? All right. uh, We're here at the Mullet Open, the 22nd annual Mullet Open, Hyatt Lost Pines in Bastrop. Uh, A lot of great uh, sponsors are part of this. The food has been unbelievable out here. As Bucky was laying it all out for us, and I saw Wayne Miller bringing stuff in earlier, the fact that they're uh, rounding it out there with the Louie Miller barbecue is going to be incredible. Uh, All right. So uh, before we get out of here, let's go stems and seeds. Got a couple of texts to read and then we'll get you a uh, football update. Here we go.
1: No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks.
0: Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Since it is Cinco de Mayo, somebody says, shout out to Clooney for Casamigos tequila on the Cinco de Mayo. I have not had the Casamigos tequila, but it's been uh, getting a lot of run on uh, on basketball games this year. It really has. Yeah. Everywhere. Someone else suggesting Michael Clayton as their favorite movie for Clooney. Someone else says, don't forget Batman. Gotta be Batman. LOL. Obviously, those are jokes. Don't ever watch George Clooney as Batman. What do you mean? Is, it is the worst superhero movie ever made, and it's not even close. Mr. Freeze. The producer. Jerry Bruckheimer apologized for it later. It was so bad. No, Bat- I don't need to say sorry, Jerry. Batman and Robin is the worst superhero movie ever made. Ever, 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 to me, by a long shot. I can't think of anything that even competes with it right now. You know, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy... It made you just want to go get some ointment. Dude. It was such—I was so sad for that cast by the end of the movie. Like, man, they got all y'all to be a part of this. Like, I'd risk that.
1: Good, I'd, grief. I'd risk that. Single me, poison ivy. I think you would. Like, what kind of ointment do I need? <laughs>
0: This right. What
1: kind of ointment do I need? I'll, let me get two. I'm good. I will risk it for that woman.
0: Double the calamine lotion yeah. you're fine? Aloe vera, whatever. Vaseline, whatever you need. I can it, find, she is worth it. I can find yeah. aloe. There's aloe out there. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Um, all right, quick little football note here. Former Michigan State quarterback Peyton Thorne is headed to Auburn. I know there's been a lot of discussion about uh, Auburn needing a quarterback transfer. I had heard Casey Thompson's name. Maybe in the mix there, but it looks like Peyton Thorne is going to end up at Auburn. Uh, Redshirt Senior, who entered the transfer portal just in time on April 30th. Casey
1: Thompson, I thought the NIL was crazy up there in Lincoln. What's going on? I thought it was way better. They got all the whips up there. It's not like what it was down here at the 40 acres. What you leaving for, bro? What's going going on?
0: I don't know. Mm. So he's officially in the portal. Just haven't found a home yet? Just haven't found a home. Mm. Fair enough. All right. Longhorns are not in home tonight in baseball, but they're going to try to find something against Kansas 6 o'clock tonight with Lucas Gordon. Tomorrow at 2 with LeBaron Johnson and Sunday at 1. Kids, it is listed as Tanner Witt. Let's see if the Longhorns get the pitching they want out of those three Guys, That means uh, coming up, ball don't lie, we'll roll till 545. Our man Patrick Davis is going to be out here. Rod Baber is going to be out here. And as soon as he gets off the course, Harge will be here as well. Thanks to Cameron Parker. Thanks to Jack Farrell. Thanks to Derek and our crew. Thanks to Bucky and the Mullet Open. For Isaiah Collier, I am Chad. Everybody have a great weekend and have a safe Cinco de Mayo. We'll talk to you on Monday. See (laughs) you. we you